Welcome Home, a podcast brought to you by John Houston Homes. Join hosts Chelsea Frazier and Whitney Pryor as they walk you through the exciting adventure of your home buying and building journey. Thank you for joining us today on the Welcome Home podcast. I'm Whitney and I've got Chelsea here with me and we've got some exciting things to talk about today. Chelsea, why don't you tell us about what is going on today? Okay, so today's show is a little different. We're taking a break from talking about the market and home building and products to talk about the John Houston family of companies, also known as JH family of companies. We've mentioned this before. I know we talked to Bobby last year about it, but um, we didn't really like dive into who are the family of companies? What does that mean? Why, why do we talk about this? So we just want to um, chat about that. And then we also have a couple of employees on the show that we're going to introduce in just a little bit to talk about what it's like to work here and the culture and the family and all of that really fun stuff. Yeah. So we um, are not just John Houston Homes. There are more companies under our family of companies branch. Um, so we are actually just one of six companies. And um, in total, we employ about 250 people within all of those companies. That's a lot. Um, yeah, it is. So there's John Houston Homes, which most people know in the marketplace or out in the community. That's the forward-facing commu- um, the forward-facing brand that they see whenever they're looking for a new home. But there are other companies, such as Trinity Oaks Mortgage, yep. who is our mortgage arm, and um, many others like. Yeah, so we've got JH Development. They're a development company, so they take the the raw land and make it ready for houses for. John Houston Homes, but then also other builders. So they are not just an exclusive developer for us. We also have GeoPro Environmental, and they are an environmental ground erosion company. Yeah, and then there's Keystone, uh, Keystone Home Design Studio. They are the architects uh, behind all of our floor plans. So those beautiful floor plans that you see, your favorite Concord or Athens model, those were all designed by Keystone Home Design Studio, um, which has a team of architects and drafters that do that and make all of those custom changes on the homes um, that you're building. And then, of course, you've heard about Trinity Oaks Mortgage. I just mentioned them. Uh, They are a huge part of the home buying process. Um, They're the financing side of it. Uh, But we also have Precise Title Company. So all of our homes, um, most of them actually, are closed with Precise Title Company, uh, which is another company um, in our family of companies. And the big advantage, you might say, why do you have all of these companies? Why can't you just stick to home building? (laughs) (laughs) But the big advantage um, here is communication. And it really, any way you look at it, uh, communication is a huge part of the home building process, Uh, whether it's communicating with vendors, employees, other companies that we're working with. Anywhere that we can tighten that communication and those processes, it's way better for the home buyer as a whole. Um, They don't see it because it's all back-end stuff, but uh, whenever you're building a home, you're having to communicate so much with the mortgage lender, with the developer on building the home on the land, with um, your different trades like GeoPro, who does all of the erosion control, um, with your architects who are designing the plans. There's so much daily um, to the hour to the minute communication that has to take place to make that home perfect. And it's so much easier whenever we 
own those companies and can communicate internally freely without um, without having to go through you know several um, obstacles to to get that communication. So that to me is the biggest and best reason to have all of the different companies. It just makes it a smoother, more efficient process. Communication is great, which equals a way better product. With all of those companies doing their own thing, we still all come together and we feel like we're all under the same umbrella. So we are all still coworkers just because you work at Precise or you work at development doesn't mean that we don't still work together for the same company. So we, you know, we still do a lot together in meetings and company events and in the culture. And I feel like the most important part of, of all of that is the actual people in those companies that make all of those things happen. We've grown so much in the past few years, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. been amazing to be a part of the growth. Yeah. Cause we, you and I haven't been here since the beginning, no. but we do have someone who is. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our guests on the show today. We have Kimmy Kelly, who is a treasury analyst and Eric Wall, who is a purchasing estimator. Welcome to the show, Kimmy and Eric. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me over here. Yeah, yeah, welcome. We took you out of your little holes yes. and brought you here to <laughs> talk about the company and what you love about it. And so we can get some insight into what you do and why you love working here and let people know about our culture and why we love what we do. And I'm excited because you have two very different perspectives. Kimmy has been here for seven years and has had a couple of different roles and seen a lot of growth. And Eric, six months, not brand new, but newer than seven years. And so I'm just interested to hear the different perspectives that you have on working here from um, a long time perspective and then a short time perspective. Kimmy, I did not realize you were here for this long. Tell Mm -hmm. us how many years have you been with John Houston? It will be seven years in September. So you've seen a lot of change. I have. When I first started, there was only like 100 people in a tiny little office, maybe. Yeah, you guys were down the street in the old building. Right. It was like a a shopping center building. It was like a shopping strip. We were at the end, and then like the design studio was right beside us, and it was small. I mean, we had to have our – all the starts departments were working out of models because – didn't we had room. employees, but the office was so small, it only held, like, the main, like, office people. Yeah. That was back in the day when John would say, all right, y'all, we're going to Dairy Queen. And the whole office would yeah. <laughs> lock up and go to Dairy Queen and get yep. ice cream. We would have random days that he would just walk in the office and say, okay, we're going to Dairy Queen. And we would all go to Dairy Queen. He would buy us all ice cream. And then we would go back to work. And then there was also days in the old office that we had Wingstop Fridays. Ooh, he would. I, like this Fridays. I think we need to bring those back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. tried. <laughs> so he tried to do that like once a month. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's easier when we're smaller. Yeah. But now they, we're way bigger. <laughs> they still feed us and treat us very well. Oh, it yes. just is brought to the office yes. versus trying to take everybody out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, we also have Eric Wall here, who has not been here quite as long. How, ma- how long have you been here, Eric? I've been here six months now, I believe. So oh, wow, okay, yeah, and so- not very long at all. I I, <laughs> I don't know about the Wingstop Fridays or the you know the Dairy Queen ice cream chips, but they do feed us well. So I will, <laughs> I do make the comment every now and then to new employees when I do see them coming in. Hey, just be careful. They feed you almost every day, so there's always <laughs> something in there to eat. So. If you're on a diet, this might not be the place this for you. This might no. not be the job for you, no. <laughs> yeah, you need very strong willpower. Yes, very strong. Well, that's awesome. So what do you what do, you do, Eric Wall? I am the purchasing estimator. Basically, any custom changes, 
any kind of um, basically when they they roll out new house plans, do any kind of custom houses, I do the lumber takeoffs, the the all the building materials, brick, all that stuff, making sure that the builders have what they need to build the house basically for the customers. So that sounds very stressful. Yes. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of questions on that. Yes. <laughs> it's not bad, you know, so. Yeah. It sounds exciting. Like very, every day is different. Yes. Always something uh, new. And anytime any one of the sales guys want to make a change, then all of a sudden we have to change all the plans to, you know, with the different types of houses being built, whether right. they want a different kind of design style or something like that, whatever's mm-hmm. strong in the market right now, they always go. So that way we're always ahead of the curve. So like one change people might not realize changes several different trades or different materials. So you, if you think, um, you know, oh, let's just move this toilet to the other side. It's not just moving a toilet. It's getting, you know, you got to break up the foundation or whatever your process you're at. There's a lot of things to think about. And so that's kind of what you do is, okay, well, let's break it down by trade and figure out what that's going to cost, what that's going to look like. Correct. Okay. And then it's not just on the one plan because once it's okay, it's one plan, then all of a sudden I think we have like 35, 40 different four plans we yes. offer now. So we then have to do that all the way across the board. So. And execute it across every yeah. four plan. Yeah. Wow. Eric, when you came on board, what was it like? Did it feel like a large company to you? It did at first. Like the first day I walked in, I'm like, well, when I walked in for my interview, I was like, okay, this is a lot bigger than I'm used to, you know. And then on the second or third day, once I actually got started, it's not really a f- company atmosphere. It's more like a family atmosphere. I mean, everybody's kind of friends or they talk to you. They don't talk to you like, okay, I'm the boss and you got to do what I say. It's more, they get your input on all the way across the board from the small guys that just started to the guys that have been here five or six years. So it's more like a family atmosphere versus, and that's, I think that's just from John and Tracy, just the way that they want it from down, from the top down. I mean, being able to walk over and talk to your CEO in a bigger company that's 250 employees is almost unheard of in any other yeah. industry. So, yeah. yeah, and he regularly, like once a week, will stop in to every de- department and just chat and ask not about what you're doing work-wise, but just how you're doing in life. Yeah, and it talks about amazing. your family. Hey, how's your wife? You know, yeah. good seeing her at the picnic the other day or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's great. So, Kimmy, what has it been like for you to see the company grow? I mean, it's been kind of crazy because, I mean, we only had probably 100 people a long time ago. And then now it's like we have people everywhere. We had to move to a different office to hold everybody because there was not enough room. Um, It's just been kind of like it's awesome because we're able to do that. But it's just been kind of crazy, like with how many people we've actually have. And what did you start when you started working for the company? You weren't in the position you're in now, right? No. So what did you start as? When I first started with John Houston, I was an accounts payable specialist. So I was just entering invoices like all day, every day. We were entering like that was back before we had POs. Mm -hmm. So we were entering anywhere from a thousand to fifteen hundred invoices manually uh-huh. every week. And so since then you've grown in positions, right? Right. So what what did you do or how long were you an accounts payable specialist? And then like when did you move up? Um I wanna say I was an AP specialist for maybe two to three years. Mm-hmm. And then I became the AP manager. Okay. For probably about two years. And then last year I changed to um, an accounting clerk, which basically supports all of our accountants. Mm -hmm. And then just last month, I actually changed over to finance to be a treasury analyst. 
Wow. What is the treasury analyst? So I secure all of the financing for all of our construction loans for any of our new houses that we've either sold or we're building as specs. And then I'm also responsible for lot financing. And then I just work closely with the title company to ensure that it all closes correctly, like between the banks and them. Wow. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you got that out in one sentence (laughs) because I feel like there's a lot to that. Yeah. Yeah. But I really like it. It's different from accounting, but it's also something that I've always wanted to do work in finance because I came from a bank before I came here. Mm -hmm. So just interesting. So as the company has grown, do you feel like, do you still feel connected or has, has that been, that growth been fostered well in your opinion? I think so. I feel like we do enough activities as a family of companies that we all get to either know each other if you're not in the office or if you're outside of the office, we have picnics and stuff like that. So I feel like we're still all in a way connected. I think I know what your favorite company event is. Yes. <laughs> the state fair. Yes. <laughs> Kimmy loves the fair. Her whole family loves the fair. It's my favorite. They go every year. Yep. Sometimes more than once a year. That's we'll go in a couple of times, but wow. It's I nice. mean it just helps because my first fair day was actually like a week after I started. Oh cool. And so mm-hmm. I had I didn't know anybody. So like you're at like, all. Best company ever. Right. I was <laughs> like, Oh, okay, cool. And my brother worked here, so I just kinda like stuck to him like glue at the fair. And I was like, I guess I'll have to make friends. And so it was like a good icebreaker of coming into working and then you have this huge company event where you have to make friends and mm-hmm. figure out other people and you get put on teams and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I mean it helped me coming into it. Yeah. yeah. Eric, so. did you meet a lot of people at Picnic? I, I did. My my favorite, you know, event so far has been Christmas, and that's just because right when I started, they fed us a lot of food. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a big guy, so, you know, I like food. It's all good. But then also just, I mean, the gifts. I mean, just we didn't get to have a Christmas party this last year because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. But it was just still amazing that they took all the money they were going to spend at the Christmas party and rolled it into giving employees stuff. And, you know, through the events that they had, I guess, like the 12 days leading up to Christmas, decorating the cubicles, which I thought was weird, but still kind of fun, <laughs> you know. But it was, you saw how the, the, the teams came, the different teams came together. You got to meet people from other departments as they were messing up your cubicles, <laughs> um, you know, and just, just seeing the overall, you know, joy that they had, all the employees had because I think I was the only one started right after Christmas and everybody was having a good time having fun so you know it's like okay hey I'm, I made the right choice you know I'm I'm with a company that you know even after 5 10 15 years all these people are having fun still to, yeah. and that's the best part about a job is when you come in you want to enjoy what you do yeah so it, it really, really, no, I haven't done the fair day yet because I do love the fair. Our family loves oh, the coming, fair. So yeah. it's coming. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. But oh, yeah. yeah, so far the best event has been Christmas so far. Yeah. And just so you know, he said he mentioned like messing up cubicles. We have an elf on the shelf, uh, but it's John. on the, and, Yeah, and Tracy. John and Tracy on the shelf. And we've put their faces on an elf on the shelf. And that shell or that elf uh, visits different departments um, causes and mischief. causes lots of mischief to each department. And then that department then gets to carry on the mischief to another department. So it's a lot of fun around Christmas time in our office. Yeah. If you come in and your door was closed and it wasn't closed the day before, <laughs> you're in trouble. Be prepared for what's going to be behind it. Yes. Because you've been elfed. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, Eric, you have a unique job in which you work with like multiple departments. And we kind of talked about that a little bit, but I think you offer an interesting perspective on how you work with people out in the field and also other departments internally. Tell us a little bit about that. Correct. As the estimator, like I said, I've already mentioned that I work with Keystone or with the architects. So that's a different one of the companies that I work with. But I also work with OT, who is like a field validator. He kind of works mainly with the builders out in the field to make sure, hey, we're using the material right. Hey, we have too much of this material, too little of this material. So that way we are bringing the best value to our customers out in the field once the house is complete. If something needs to be changed to where, hey, it doesn't look like it's right for our customers, I get to then go back to the architecture department and say, hey, we need to make changes on this, on these house plans, so that way it's made across the board. So that way, you know, we feel safe delivering a product to our customers that we can feel comfortable about them having. Um, same way I kind of work with the warranty department. They go, if the, if he has a lot of warranty issues with a certain plan, we go back and look at it and make sure, once again, like with architecture, to make sure they're doing the right stuff. Or if we have any being built, I actually go out and talk with the builders if OT is not available, and we meet out there with them, and we work out the best solutions. And like I said, it's, it's one of the advantages of having the multiple companies under one umbrella is because we all do work together, we do – you know, we're all the same family of companies. We can make those changes, but our number one goal is to make sure we're taking care of our clients, which are our home buyers, to make sure that, you know, we're delivering a safe, wonderful house for them that they're going to enjoy for the rest of their lives or until they decide to sell it and hopefully build another house with us. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think on that too, um, you know, not every home builder, not especially not smaller ones, have estimators, but it's such an important job because, like you said, we want to deliver a safe and beautiful home that can last for years and years for many families in most cases. But also efficiency wise, you know, you're there, you know, making sure that the plans don't have too much material. And that's a cost savings that gets passed down to the homeowners, making sure that we're not ordering too much brick. And then, you know, that's a a waste and that eventually the homeowner has to pay for that. Uh, Someone does, right? But um, with your position is very important and you make sure that the right materials, the right amount of materials are ordered so that we can get the best cost for um, our different houses and our different products. Uh, Definitely, yeah. Um, Just making sure because, you know, you've been on job sites where there's, you know, just stacks of bricks, like you said, or Mm -hmm. just piles of two by fours just laying over. Mm -hmm. And yeah, somebody's got to pay for that. And normally home builders send that down to the customer because this is what the house cost. So that way, if we have it in our budget and we have the right materials where we're not overdoing it, Mm -hmm. then yes, our our home prices can be lower just for some perspective. That's not in your upfront cost. So there's no way if you have something left over, well, we can't just return it back to the, Mm -hmm. the, where we tag me brick or wherever we got our brick from, because yeah, they're not going to take it back. We ordered it. It's ours. So yeah. That's awesome. So it's a really good position to have. And it's not something that people often think about, but it's really important. Yeah, Eric, you make a really great point about the benefit of working with a family of companies and other uh, departments. And have you seen that, Kimmy, in your positions with in accounting and working for the family of companies, not just John Houston Homes? Yeah, for sure. Um, in accounts payable, you have to work with literally everybody. You have to work with purchasing to make sure that the POs are correct. You have to work with the builder to make sure that the POs are approved. You have to work with um, any of the companies if they have invoices, um, anything like that. You're always constantly working with other departments. You're never just working by yourself. What's your favorite department? I promise I won't tell. Well, now it's <laughs> finance because I'm in it. Oh, <laughs> but wow. outside of that, it's marketing. <laughs> yes. Wow. Eric's so over here purchasing. pointing to himself. Um, <laughs> third? 
Why third? Top three. Top if three. If purchasing's not right, then marketing can't be right. And well, then, you know, accounting's got it all messed up. So it's you, marketing and accounting and then purchasing. But if we don't buy nothing, you guys can't. It's all care. based. It's Eric. It's not it's about based our on my jobs. Friends. It's based on personality. And we all know marketing has the most fun personality. It's like all my friends are in marketing and accounting. <laughs> but that's because you have, you don't hang out in the fun cube enough. No, <laughs> I'm all too right. far from that. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, now we're too far so away big. from the fun cube. <laughs> hey, we'll make our way to the fun cube. It's that happening. Works. Yes. It's happening. <laughs> what do you guys have some of your most fun or memorable moments so far? I know you kind of shared the Christmas stuff, but anything else? Um, I do love the picnics because my kids have developed a relationship with a lot of my coworkers' kids. So they have a lot of fun doing the family events, like the Easter egg hunt and stuff like that. Um, but I will say one of my favorites memories is, um, a prank we used to play. We used to do April Fool's pranks all the time. Um, in our old office with Miss Sue, we oh. had the printer guy out the day before maintenancing our printer. And so we had convinced her that the printer was now voice activated. So if you needed copies, you had to tell it, I need two copies. Oh, no. And so she was standing at the printer and we're all trying not to die laughing. And she's like, two copies. And then it's not printing them. And she's like, two copies. And she's just getting louder and louder. Oh my God. And she just, it's not giving her her copies, obviously. And so she's like, what is wrong with this? I need to call the guy. And so we were all just like, Miss Sue, it's a prank. But oh, it was just like, call the guy I, so I actually, i've actually heard this story there's a oh, video nice. so, yes. there's a video somewhere i'm not sure who has it but because it's Somebody's been so long hilarious. yes but um it was so funny it's just one of those things that's like always stuck in my brain <laughs> that is so that funny. Is office pranks are always yeah, funny they are and miss sue is like the she's so global yes lady <laughs> and she's standing over there yelling at the copy machine two copies but <laughs> that's one of my most memorable but I remember a couple of years ago, I did an April Fool's prank and Chelsea was in on it with me, but <laughs> we, I got a Krispy Kreme box Oh yeah! and I took the donuts out and I put in a veggie tray and then we set up a video camera in the break room to see like people's reactions when they open the Krispy Kreme box. There were so many people that walked in with just like such a face like, oh yes, Krispy Kreme donuts. And then they opened it and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's just cruel. I yeah. would be so sad. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that was people that would like walk in and like kind of just look at the box like, like do I want one? they're thinking about it and then some people will do the left to right look like is anybody gonna see me get a donut <laughs> yep I would be so sad if I was expecting donuts and it was celery yeah. especially yeah. a Krispy Kreme right <laughs> no. they're like so good and then nope sorry it's celery yep so last year we were voted the most innovative place to work in Ellis County which we're really really proud to get that because it was a JH family of companies recognition it was the first time that they have added that um, category to best of Ellis County. So I'm just curious from your perspective, like what do you feel like makes us innovative as a family of companies? I feel like as a family of companies, like we're always constantly trying to improve everything, like our, whether it's our computer programs that we use to do everyday business or the process of how we're building a house or the process that the home buyers go through. So I feel like we're just always learning and striving to do better either for our employees or for 
people buying our houses. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just always a topic of conversation. It's not like, oh, we've always done it this way. We're going to keep doing it this way. It's how could we do this a little bit differently or better? Or do we need to talk about it or review it or what else is out there? So I I couldn't agree with that more. Right. Yeah. Internally, we call it mending the nets. We're always trying to fix things, make it more efficient and better. And it does. I mean, when I started here, I felt like that was a big difference. And it's a lot of times it is software or different things that can help different tools that can help us. But sometimes it's as simple as having a meeting with uh, across different departments and figuring out, Hey, this is how it's not working for me. And, um, just getting together with different departments and communicating that can help efficiency so much. But I do feel that too, like that, that we're always just trying to strive for better and Mm -hmm. strive for, you know, a better experience for the home homeowner. And I feel like we've all done that. Eric, you could probably speak into this a lot too, but like, especially this year, we've had to, everybody's had to be so flexible. So, so much communication. Oh, definitely. It's, I mean, this year, especially with, even with like the townhomes or where me and the executive team, or I was out there with the executive team when they're walking and they're just, okay, how do we make sure that this is a place that if you yourself were buying a house, you would want to live in, or this is an area you want to live, or you would want these changes made, but that still fit within our budget so we can still deliver that value product to the homeowner. And that's one of the big things with this company that I feel just in my short time being here is they're always striving to, they've got the homeowner first. It's, you know, let us help you find your way home is really their motto. That's what they live by is, or what we live by is how can we help these people move into these houses and be happy and safe and have a great experience all the way across the board. So true. Great example. Thank you so much for coming, Eric and Kimmy. It was a pleasure speaking to you and and getting your insight into what you feel is the best part of working for the John Houston family of companies. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me over here. Give me a break from looking at numbers all day long. So oh, that's yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yes. Now it's lunchtime, so we need to wrap it oh, up, even right? Better. Yeah, it is lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, wrap it up. All right, let's go. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much for listening in today to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We will have notes in the show notes on how you can reach us. Uh, you can visit our website at jhoustonhomes.com. Or if you have questions, feel free to give us a call at 866-298-1416. And we look forward to having you listen on the next episode of the Welcome Home Podcast. Welcome Welcome home. home.